Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends. Welcome to another beautiful week full of seven days for you to live out your purpose, find rest, and glorify God. And today we're going to see some of the meat of the truth of the gospel and how it impacts our everyday life, like living it out. So let's dive in today. We're going to do a little bit of a review of what we covered at the end of our last episode, just because it ties in so much to the new scripture we're covering today. So we are in Galatians chapter 2, verse 15, and I'm reading from the ESV. We ourselves are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners, yet we know That a person is not justified, not made clean, not made righteous, not saved by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. So we also have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law. Because by works of the law, no one will be justified right? This is the truth of the gospel. We can't do it ourselves, but we need Christ and we need to fully rely on him through the gift of faith that God has given us. But if in our endeavor to be justified in Christ, we too were found to be sinners, is Christ then a servant of sin? If we, as we're justified, if we continue to sin, if we have sin in our lives, is Jesus a servant of sin? Certainly not. For if I rebuild what I tore down, I prove myself to be a transgressor. Man, that hits hard, my friends. But isn't that the truth? So often as we go through our lives, we have the same struggles come up over and over again. We end up having seeds planted of negative self-talk, of prioritizing other things over God. The things that we tore down again and again, we rebuild and we become the transgressor. We are in the wrong. We are the ones who rebuild these negative things, not Christ. It says, for through the law, I died to the law. Through the law, we know that we could not justify ourselves. The law is perfection and we fall short every time. We keep rebuilding what was torn down. We fall short. We can't do it on our own. For through the law, I died to the law so that I might live to God. Once we realize that we can't do it on our own, that we need a savior, that we need a gift, that we need help, then we're in a place to live to God. Paul continues, I have been crucified with Christ. In Christ's death on the cross, he crucified, yes, himself. He took 
the pain and the punishment for us. He shed his blood for us, for you. But your sin was crucified there with him. Your sin was on that cross. Your sin was covered on that cross. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And that doesn't mean that Paul isn't an active person. He doesn't have free will anymore. He's just a puppet. No, no, no. He's going to explain that in the next sentence. But rather, his purpose, his strength, his identity, his salvation, his life, everything is from Christ. Christ is at work. He is alive in him. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. Every day is lived in faith in Christ. He is still the one doing the living, but it is all in Christ, for Christ, from Christ. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. What a gift, my friends. A gift that changes everything. God, all-powerful, almighty, all-knowing, God chose to suffer for you. He gave himself for you. And when you know that, you feel the depth of his love. You have faith in his sacrifice to cover you and justify you and save you once for all. It changes everything. You're no longer living for you. You're no longer living to please others because their opinions don't matter when you have already been saved and you know that you are secure. You know who you are and whose you are. You're no longer living for yourself selfishly, but for the Lord with a servant heart because of what he did for you, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not nullify the grace of God. When we mess up, we don't make that grace invalid. When we fall short, when we don't meet our goals, when we don't succeed, we don't make that grace invalid. I do not nullify the grace of God, for if righteousness were through the law, then Christ died for no purpose. How often are we trying to make works what we do the most important thing? How often are we trying to please others instead of pleasing the Lord or living out of that grace? How often are we focusing so much on our success that that determines our identity? Our external appearance determines our identity. That we're not living out of Christ's sacrifice. Because if all those things, our success, our actions, our external appearance, showing up perfectly, being good in the eyes of others, if all of that gave us salvation, Christ died for no purpose. We are so often rebuilding what we tore down. We're so often rebuilding the idols that we had to take out of our lives, the things we prioritize above God, the things we put above God for our security, our identity, our worth, our value. 
that is idolatry in a sense that we tear down and then we allow ourselves to rebuild but my friends when you rebuild it just like Paul says he says I do not nullify the grace of God his grace is greater than any idol you build. His grace is greater than any mistake you make. His grace is greater than any time you fall short. And we can live out of that grace. Grace over guilt every time. Progress over perfection. Because although in this world we are not perfect and we fall short, we know that we are perfectly clean in Christ. Justified cleansed once for all by his blood. So I remind you again, you have a brand new week with seven days, seven opportunities to live out this grace and live out this love using your unique voice that God has given you. And you can pursue your purpose, your calling, whatever that is uniquely for you without fear. Because when you fall short, God has grace for that. When you feel insecure, God has grace for that. When you feel afraid or alone or unworthy or unvalued or unwanted, God has grace for that. He loves you. He paid the price for you, my friends. Live in that grace over guilt mindset this week, and I will see you tomorrow morning. Guess what? I've got another free workshop coming up in June. Starting June 9th, for four days, we'll be diving into the topics of Christian yoga. Not only will we be answering the question, is yoga biblical? Can Christians do yoga? But we'll also be showing how yoga can actually be a tool to build your faith. So if you're interested in hopping in on this free workshop, go ahead and head over to Facebook and search for Yoga Meets Faith Workshop. Find the group, join the group, and you'll be ready for this great content, this great community, and the giveaways coming in June.